Hi everyone, I'm Jake Namsha, and you're listening to the Lamb Fam and Friends Podcast. All right, everyone, we're back. It is episode, I think this is episode 30. Oh, yeet. 30. It only took us like two years to get to 30 episodes, so we're, we're the picture of consistency. So, um, all right, I am joined today with Rebecca and Gackle, our new coach. What up? Hello, it is I. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're here. Uh, Gackle is starting to coach the mornings for us. He's starting uh, next week. Uh, he's already started taking some. He'll have them next week, uh, kind of picking up, starting into his uh, regular routine and rhythm. And so wanted to give him a chance to be able to come on here and us pander him with questions. I don't even know if that's pander. a... Pander? Is pander a word? I like I'm ha- I'm having no. It's not what it means. I, <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble today. We're just gonna make up words on this podcast. I had to do that. Um, I'm applying for seminary again, and so like I'm finishing my application to uh, Westminster, and they have a uh, video application part where like they don't tell you the question. They're like, hey, hit this button, and when you do, you're gonna have 60 seconds to read the question, oh, and then you're gonna have two minutes to record your answer, Whoa. right? And for some reason today, I don't know if I've just had too much caffeine, if I just didn't get a lot of sleep last night, I bumbled around like, and like in the middle, no, you don't get to redo it. You get one shot at it. And I bumbled around, I was like, uh, uh, that wasn't really a good way of saying that, but, and then I just, it was bad. It was bad. It was real bad. And normally I'm pretty good on that kind of stuff. And it, yeah. Normally I'm the best. I crapped the bed on it. And you always look like way worse. Oh, yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. it's like, I, why do I look like I'm so nervous and I look like a demon? <laughs> oh. Wait, I have a question. So is Gackle coaching every morning? Yes. Um, yes. Just so. the five of the so weekdays. Five of the weekdays. <laughs> so not Saturday not and Saturday Sunday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be AC yes. Uh-huh. Okay. They will still well, be. AC. Yeah, uh, yeah, AC mostly. And then Ryan also will be coaching some Saturdays. Shout out, AC. Yeah. Um, and then let me think. Uh, and then doing some personal training. He's also going to be doing some personal training. He's already done a few foundation sessions, stuff like that. So, Assessing the movement. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk a little bit. Ryan, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Can I do the, the Becca story? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was born in Colorado, and now I'm here. And now we're getting like the end. No, yeah, uh, so t- where are you from? Yeah, so I'm from uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Obviously, there's not Colorado Springs in any other state. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone from Colorado say Colorado? Rado, not Rado. Colorado. Rado, you're wrong, and everyone, everyone from the South will argue me, but it's, I don't understand. So it's Colorado. Rah, rah. Rah, like Colorado. Colorado. Very true. Very true. Rod. Rod or rad. Okay. Um, how many now, how many siblings do you have? Matt is yeah. the oldest brother, and then I've got one younger sister. Okay. So gotcha. Okay. And we know your brother, Matt. Most people here probably know him because he's come here a couple times, worked out, and then um, has been a coach at another fitness company for here in town for, for a long time as well. Really good dude. Um, and so, okay, so you got two siblings, right? How old are you? 27. You're 27. Months. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm like way more mature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny if you know. That. <clears throat> um. So where uh after high school, where'd you go to college? Yeah. So Matt and I both went up to Northern Colorado, uh, D1 school in in Colorado, uh, to play football. Mm-hmm. So both of us were on scholarships to play there. Uh, he was D tackle, and then I was uh, our middle linebacker. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've got uh, ex-phys degree or exercise science, rather, in undergrad, and then emphasis on ex-phys in my master's. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and now, so from there, 
where, like when you graduated and all that stuff, where did you go from there? Did you go right into the workforce? Did you do grad school? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Grad school. And then I actually was pre-med, pre-PT. Uh, and then pre-med, pre-PT, I, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. That was actually really smart. Yeah. things happened that got me to more of the performance side uh, I found out I did not like working with old hurt people as yep. much <laughs> as it looked like um, and then I was a major nerd doesn't look like it major nerd thought I was going to go research clinical which I was doing somewhat in grad school yep. got a few grants one of those published and then I found out that I love people, and there's no people except for rats in the lab. True. That's a good um, point. But loved writing, and then so, so hated that, was actually in some um, cancer bio um, stuff, a little more clinical that I thought I wanted to do too. That was great for a time, and then no good. So my brother was at the Air Force Academy at the time under Coach Getty, and was like, please go coach. Hmm. So um, was actually got blessed to be um, under uh, someone by the name of Zach Margolis, who's an absolute genius for about a year. Um, and then actually first stop was not, never actually landed in the collegiate realm, went straight to um, a little bit more of the functional fitness yep. um, field. Um, a company here in town has locations across all of the U.S. I was there in Florida for a little while, yep. did that for a year, and then kind of got recruited up to the Birmingham. Right. And then now you do, you work at Lambda now in the mornings and then you also have another job and what's your other job that you're doing right now? Yeah. So I was, um, a little bit more of the, uh, financial planning, really just needs based, um, planning for about a year. We're a little bit more in the, um, wealth management scope, uh, this year, which has been awesome. Um, so that was a hard, uh, career switch, but actually something that was, due to um, something called the culture index and finding out like I love being a trailblazer I like freedom I hate rules I yeah big ceiling I like to be creative and um, so but still help still coach still advocate yeah. for people just look different right yeah that's awesome cool uh, and so obviously you have an extensive background in fitness you've been doing fitness and coaching and stuff like that for a really long time and we're very, very happy to have you. Uh, yeah. So, what'd you say? Long time. Long time. It takes me a long time to fitness. Yeah, that's very true. You're also very fit as well. So, we'll give you give you that one. Unless sometimes. Judd's opinion, I'm regressing. Yeah, Judd told Gavin that he was thanks, regressing thanks. the other day. Yeah, can we take a pause? No, she didn't. Can, can we take a pause? What did she say? Okay. Judd, I hope you're listening. Everybody. She listens. Okay, Judd, she's going to say sorry for like two weeks now because we told this story. Judd, you don't need to do that. But I was in class, and I did not think I was having an off week, but I had five workouts that Sweet Jake programs. Every single one was my weaknesses. There's a lot, so you <laughs> probably are going to hit one of them. You know? But all five days were the worst, and I died. That was the that was the strict handstand yeah. push-up, rope climb. Yeah. Look out to everybody listening knows about. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's become lamin and lore. The the strict handstand push-up so workout like for Gackle. Friday, and like we were laughing about something, and Judd just looks at me. It's like she goes, she goes, Gackle, I think you're greatly regressing. And I was like, like in, in like, class, and everybody was like. I was like, okay. So savage. Okay. <laughs> it's good to be here. Judge. You're doing great. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so one, uh, one question I want to ask you is I want to ask you about, like, why do you enjoy coaching so much? Because you've been doing it for a long time now, and obviously you don't have to coach. It's not that you have a job outside of this, but you still are passionate about it and you still want to do it. So what is it about coaching that you kind of still want to keep, you know, couple of feet in and just kind of like, yeah, what is it that you enjoy the most about coaching? Um, yeah, you could have a lot of answers to that. Um, people's always going to be 
No, number one, but besides like um, giving, serving, etc., um, we all have like gifts and things that we've been given mm-hmm. that I believe are God given that um, we've just heightened and intensified for a reason. Yeah. So um, it is a blast to be able to use those things for someone else's benefit. Yeah. It's really just serving. Um, but um, it's something that I love. Um, it's a blast seeing someone go from something that they don't expect themselves to be able to do or they're just there to get healthier. I mean, everybody's here for a completely different reason. If I can help service or be a part of that, you know, and sharing that joy, yeah. then, I mean, and it's something that you love and you're passionate about, yeah. then game on. So um, even with um, the, the full-time gig, uh, you know, I mean, right now, uh, it's such a blast to have the freedom to still be a part of the team and do this and, yeah. and sharing that. Yeah, it's... um. <clears throat> you know, it's, I don't know, I guess just the coaching realm in general is one of those that like, there is immediate kind of, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but just there's an immediate gratification yeah. in coaching at not every day, right? Like not every day you come in, yeah. are you going to be, but there are those days where you come in and you see someone and they do something for the first time or they get on the scale and they see a number on the scale for the first time and they've never seen before. Or, you know, whatever kind of story they have over the weekend, they come in and they tell you about it. Like there is that instant gratification of being able to be like, I legitimately just helped that person improve their life. And it's not something that you get with a lot of other professions, right? Like, um, I don't know. The one that came to mind to me was like just being a chef or something like cooking food, giving people joy, but you don't even really get to see it because you're in the back, they're out front. You don't know that it's happening. But with coaching, it's one of those. That's why I love personal training and why I love working one on one with people because it's like I control the input and the output for the most part, right? Like they have to do the work. They're not willing to do the work. Nothing's going to, but like I can give them the tools. And like that's really, really gratifying to me to give them the tools that they need to be able to go and do their do their thing, whatever it is that they, that they want to achieve. And then seeing that is just, I mean, it's really powerful. So, um, yeah, good answer. You passed. You can you can stay. You can stay. Mm-hmm. Probably through Iron Tribe, right? I literally got here <clears throat> during a summer, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, there was a um, advanced programming thing that our old company. Oh yeah, what was uh what was that called? Perform. Perform. That's right. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was getting mopped up yeah. by all the crew up in Birmingham. And so I'm like, okay, well, I need to start doing perform and not by myself. And so <laughs> I gravitated to uh, the 280. Yeah. Uh, we ran, we were like one of the only gyms that ran the, that ran the perform. PM, so I could right. The 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at there. 280. Yeah. It was like, okay, I trust a few coaches in town, and Jake was one of them. If I can get eyes on myself as a coach and someone actually coached me and benefit yeah. from that, then great. So I drove to 280 every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. There was a good little crew there for a yeah. while that came there every Monday, Wednesday, yeah. Friday for that. And uh, it was, it was, it was fun. Um, I was, I was going to bring that up. Like, it's so important. Like it really, really is, um, for coaches to have coaches because, and I just think that like, I think sometimes maybe some coaches may think that takes away a little bit from their, I don't know, their, their platform. Like maybe it makes them look weak or whatever if they need a coach, but really all it does is it just gives validation to your job because you're saying, no, everyone needs this myself included. No one's exempt from it. And, um, yeah, like I, we probably don't have many fitness coaches listening to this podcast. We get like 30 plays a week. So, <laughs> but if there are out there, like go get a coach, by the way, I'm available. So <laughs> how did, uh, how did you meet Ryan? <laughs> I know, 
That's what I say. I feel like y'all had to have met at a competition or like over at Forge. I feel like the first time that you came and worked out at Forge, when I coached there, you came and did Murph. But I knew oh, you then. It was Murph. But I knew you then. No. Yes. Who knows? Or a CrossFit Open workout that I wasn't supposed okay. to do. <laughs> yeah, but you did anyways. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, uh, that overhead squat. It was like overhead squat, bar muscle up, overhead squat, no in dubs. Oh, it was like eight hundred double unders. You know, and I, I got like oh yeah, it's like the nine or something. What was that workout? It was like a hundred double unders, twenty overhead squats, hundred double unders, twenty ring, ring muscle ups, and then a hundred double unders, and then, and then bar muscle yeah, and bar muscle. And and right, yeah, okay, that was a lot of double unders. It was like twelve minutes. Yeah. And then, and then we were bros, and then we started yeah. doing the fitness thing. Yeah, we've done a lot of competitions together. Yeah, y'all did. Uh, we've done. Um, I know you did beach brawl one year. Beach brawl a couple of times. We've yeah. done uh, that competition in Jackson. Well, we weren't on a team, but we were together. With, yeah, so with beach brawl like three times. Uh, two on a team, and then the Jackson one. Jackson. Yeah. Good deal. Fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, this is a funny story. That's good. Okay, I'll tell you. So, um, in the spring brawl, this past one, we all rode together and stayed together, but we weren't, it's three person, same sex team. So, it's the one where I did it with Carrie and Ashley. And uh, I would just like to say that my team won. Two years ago. Oh, yeah, two years ago. And, uh, And note that I literally just got back into functional fitness or CrossFit like a month or two prior. From lifetime. From So anyway, it was three. The three of us were on a team, and Jack was on a team with two guys, and uh, and so we got to watch them compete. And at beach brawl, with the exception of this year, there's always it's literally on the beach, and there's always a beach run where you run in the sand, and then there's always burpees over an object in the sand. And the, this past year, it was like. 20 burpees over a rope, an 800 meter run where all the team members had to hold on to the rope and you come back and do 20 burpees over the rope. And so we're watching and these people in front of us were like video record, like they're recording for beach ball. It's like the media team of beach ball. And Gaffer's team is right in front of the camera and they're like on their second set of burpees. Poor Gaffer, he's on a team with two like tiny guys who can just move. And then there's and if you don't know Gackle, how tall are you? I'm six three. How much do you weigh? Uh, I was two fifty. I'm two forty now. Nice. Whoa. Good job, out boy. It really doesn't help. Going from two fifty to two forty, it doesn't help. Anyway, needless to say, he doesn't do burpees as fast as the small guys. And so the beach brawl media team is standing there watching. They're recording Gackle, and this guy so behind the camera, he goes, "Man, that big guy is hurting." <laughs> <laughs> But on like the page, it sounded like um, it sounded like much more enjoyable the way he said. It. He's like, "Oh man, the big guy is <laughs> hurting." But we had a horrible strategy that was not uh, good for myself. Uh, it was do twenty burpees over the log as fast as humanly possible, sprint the run, and then if you've got that left and you have some kind of capacity <laughs> and then you're okay that's not me <laughs> so would you say that you're did, a strength athlete <laughs> all power all power no speed. yeah so we had sprinted the the burpees and we had gotten them done in like 30 something seconds 
demolished it in the sand, burning, and I mean, the first 100, 200 meters was not great. And then we ran very well, caught the lead team, and were first to get back. And then I had nothing. Mm -hmm. So the first, oh yeah, it was so, it was like they're laying on the other side, and I have yet to even get up, walk <laughs> over the log, and then lay down. And then lay down. It's fun stuff. Um, do we want to talk about our games picks and how terrible we were last week? You did? Yeah. You text me. You text me about Frazier's 308. I remember that. You were like, 308, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> the, four, the 495. 490 front squat. Yeah. I, don't, I can't comprehend those two. Uh, me unracking 490 on a back rack would be, like, I would, yeah, I would be happy if I could just unrack it yeah. right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> so I mean, honestly. My brother got 485 with uh, no belt, no lifter, just met. He's on my team for beach ball. He's just a strong dude. And God, like, he's so I strong. The same thing you just said. I'm like, I cannot. I would just. Yeah, I'd break. I'd break crumble. So the top five men were, okay, Noah, I'm sorry, Matt Frazier was first. Noah Olson was second. I believe Justin Medeiros was third. Sam Quant or Jeffrey Adler, four and five. I, I might have the order mixed up on those. So that was the top five guys. Top five women was Tia, Brooke Wells, uh, Carrie Pierce was fifth. Yeah. Remember that? Um, Haley Adams was third. And Katrin was fourth. Katrin was fourth. So I think we pretty much all ended in ties because we all had like only two people. So it's going to come down to who put who where. Yeah. And I think I probably came in dead. First off, I want to personally apologize to Matthew Frazier. Um <laughs> I I made a comment on our last podcast about how I didn't think he had it. I was wrong. He still has it and has plenty left to go. So, um, yeah, good for him. Um, we both put – no, the, you put Noah first. I put Vellner first, oh, and I then see. I put Noah second and Matt third, right? And, um, wow. yeah, because – now, granted, I did not know that Vellner had a torn groin. So, he <gasps> had – yeah, so he had an injury oh, man, going into it. Everybody. Yeah, so that that plays into it. I still don't think he, no one was going to beat Matt, regardless no, if he was fresh. He was. So he, he probably could have qualified, though, if he hadn't had that going on. Um, I, I had Chandler Smith in there, Chandler and he was close. It was, like, it was like with – I think if he had a road 0.5 seconds faster, he would have qualified. That Shout out to Aspen losing by 0.5 to me on every row. There you go. Yeah. Hey, y'all would have done really well in the 1K row. Yeah. Y'all would have like been now Roman Krennikov. Those two guys. No, there was two. There was a. There was like a 251 and a, and like a 246. 246 or 245 was Roman Krennikov. The, the 251. I mean, that is mind blowing in itself. Oh yeah. Yeah, something like that. I mean, that's really – someone said that they're only a few seconds off of, like, the world record for their weight yeah. class in that. Wow. And that's that's insane. Um, so, yeah, I really wanted Chandler Smith to make it. But here's the thing, and I think you saw this with Brooke Wells. So, she would have made top ten last year in the games and, like, gone on to finish the weekend if she hadn't stepped on the line in the sprint event, yeah. right? So, she steps on the line, gets disqualified. All that did for her, which is what it should do for someone who has a competitive mindset, is it just, just going to make you train even harder, yeah, right? Like, you're going to have that in the back of your mind the entire year training up to it. And I think that will happen with Chandler Smith. He'll be like, every time he gets on a rower now, he, you think he's going to let, like, point five, he's going to slow down by half a second anytime yeah. he gets on a rower now? No, no he's not. Because he's like, that one thing is what kept me from going to top five in the games. Yeah. So next year, I think expect for him to be – very, very, very good and strong to um, hard to hard to handle. Um, I said, well, we all picked BKG, right? Uh, did. Ellie did, did, and you did. I did not. Did yep. Um, who else? Yeah, uh, Ellie had Yonikowski, and he was close. Okay, I was shocked. I was he too. Was in the top five for a little. Yeah. Like, what the heck, Ellie? 
he almost had a shot, and I was really surprised at her pick on that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. I didn't keep up with him enough. Um, and then you had Chandler Smith as well. And then I, mine, I probably had the worst pick of the entire weekend. I picked Brent Fikowski. And he came in like almost dead last. Um, yeah, God, wow. I should have known better because he's never been a good online competitor. Like there have been a couple of years where he hasn't even qualified through the open because online competitions for him are just not good. And when you think about the movements that they had, we got deadlifts, we got thrusters, we got chest bar pull-ups, we got handstand push-ups. He's the tallest athlete in the field. His cycle rate on something like that, even if he goes unbroken, he's still going to be slower. He needs something that's like a little bit more strategic. Yeah, now he did really good on Annie. I think he got second on Annie overall. Yeah. Um, and he did really good on the row, right? So, um, but he, he did so bad in all the others Long that they just, up, yeah, up, right. Yeah, and um, okay, so that was the guys. So I think we all got two. And Ellie was the only one who picked Matt to be first. So she probably, and she got Noah at second. Um, Can we make up that so Ellie yeah. didn't get any good picks so she had to wear <laughs> we, we can't talk about that. All right. So the women, we have, all right, gah, we all had a really bad pick in this one, too. Yeah, what the heck? We all picked Sarah's and his daughter. Yes, and she finished. I don't know what happened you with her. her first, did I, I did. I did. And her and Belner were really <coughs> smart picks if you did yeah. them. Well, everyone, everyone else that I looked at, like you watch all these talking heads in the sport of fitness, their top five, they all had her in there, right? Like she really should have, I mean, she, everyone I think pretty much thought was a shoe in for the most part. Um, I had Tia in second, Rebecca, you had Tia in first and Ellie had Tia in first. Just give me a break. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause she beat Tia in the open this past year. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, no. Okay. So we both, we all had Tia and Sarah in our top two in some order. I had Kara Saunders in third. Mm-hmm. She didn't make it. You Not had, I know you had Amanda Barnhart. She didn't make it. And then, uh, Ellie had Kristen Holta. She didn't, she didn't make it either. And then we had fourth. I had Haley Adams. Mm. So that was one spot off. You had Jamie green. She didn't, she didn't qualify. And then Ellie had Carrie Pierce Ooh, who did make it. And then in fifth, I had Jamie Green, didn't make it. You had Haley Adams, and then Ellie had Car- Cara Saunders. So I think Ellie, so Ellie won again Saunders. because and she got three. Ellie doesn't even keep up with Frost. She doesn't. I just want everyone to know. Yeah. What the heck? Um, so, anyways, Ellie wins the bet. Uh, we don't have anything on the line there, but because we couldn't think of anything. Well, we lost. We decided that I would wear an Auburn shirt and Jake would wear an Alabama shirt all day. Yeah, all day. One day. Because, yeah, Alabama sucks. Um, so, but anyways, it was a fun competition. And I think Brooke Wells, I think, probably was the biggest surprise of the entire weekend. And she was pretty close to Tia. She was. Actually, no, she was only like 20 points away. Which is crazy because Tia won a lot of events. Mm-hmm. Well, she moved. Um, Tia won the first three. That. Yeah, Trivium. Uh, with Will? Yeah. yeah, with Will, Will Morad. And then Brooke. Yep. And Brooke's sister, Sydney, is actually pretty good. I've heard that. She finished like. Will, man, be... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sydney Wells finished top 100 in the open. Really? Wow. Will, that got under four minutes for yeah. the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He would have done really well. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think all in all, we don't really know what we're talking about. When it comes to CrossFit Games athletes, and that's okay. That's so, a good take yep. So, anyways, and I thought about programming some of the workouts, but to be honest with you, we really do those. Like we've done Fran, we've done Diane. There would be some variations of them if we wanted to do them, but I shouldn't think it. To be honest, like it would be so much fun, but we no one here would achieve the stimulus no. that's meant to be achieved. No. So, like, what? I mean, what if we would just wreck ourselves? And then I mean, doing. Seven, yeah, or doing 70. 50 GHDs. 
or 75 overhead squats at 185, 125. That is, that's the impressive wow. one. That's the impressive one. I can't one. believe that they have the ability to do that that many rounds and go unbroken. Yeah, yeah. on the second day of competition, after they'd already done a ton of thrusters, a ton a of deadlifts, and 1K row, yeah, handstand push-ups. Like, they had done a lot uh, the day before that, and that's just – that's really impressive. So, um, yeah, bottom line is games athletes are really, really, really fit. So – there you go. Um, we're just trying to be healthy. Yeah, we're just trying to be healthy. Hey. Look good naked. 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 Uh, should we do rapid fire questions? Yeah, I think we should. Let's do some. Ready? No. <coughs> oh, wait. No, I have one more serious question before we get into oh. rapid fire questions. I forgot. So you've been at a bunch of gyms, right? A and bunch. A bunch of gyms. And now you're at Laminin. Uh, what do you like most about Laminin? Or what do you like when you come here? Because you've been here now for a year, or almost a year, working out, right? Before you came on to be a coach. So, yeah. yeah. Um, man, that's, there's so many questions. Okay, if I didn't know either of you, mm-hmm. um, which was a big reason, um, if anybody's not been away from Laminin, Yeah, right, without doubt. Honestly, it was a, a big switch when Becca was like, dude, just, just do it. It's going to be one week, and you are never going to look back. And it was one week, and I was sitting on the GHDs after doing a class, and, like, I mean, it was like, she's right. Like, there's just something about Layman and the people here um, that is just awesome. So, um, anybody who has been here just needs to be super grateful. And the programming's honestly, that's a huge, yeah. that's probably the second thing besides knowing a lot of people here and you two would be programming. I mean, you don't shy away from anything. This is what's appropriate. This is what's needed. Um, just because this is hard does not mean that it's not appropriate for you or this movement is not a bad movement. Maybe we can't do it now, but let's work on the things to make it appropriate movement yeah. for you. Um, and so you don't shy away from the hard stuff. It's basic. It's not a bunch of poo-poo stuff. You can throw eight different exercises on a workout and it be exciting because you're doing a bunch of different-ish, but it's not <laughs> effective. Right. So it's the simple, brutal, elegant, basic stuff that isn't always fun, but creates results. Yeah. And no matter whether you're here for, um, I'm just trying to, like Becca said, look good naked, or this is just like, this is a win a part of my day. This is a stress relief. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm 20 years old and I'm competitive or I'm 45 and I couldn't be more the opposite and can't do everything. Um, no matter what it is, the programming is going to be correct for you. Yeah. Whether you have to modify that just slightly. Um, so culture, community, and what's on the board every day. Yeah. Yeah, the programming thing is, uh, well, first off, I, I mean, hands down, I think, obviously, we're biased, okay? <laughs> there are a lot of great gyms in the area, uh, and I've even referred, some people have come to us and sat down and talked, and, you know, for whatever reason, Lamanon didn't work out for them, and I've referred them to other gyms, uh, and I'll continue to do that if, you know, what we have here doesn't meet their needs or their goals, but uh, we just, the people here are just so fun, you know? Like, uh, yeah, Lauren and I were talking about it, like, we're all probably too young to like, I never actually watched cheers the uh, sitcom, right? It's a really old sitcom. It's like where everyone knows your name, right? Was their tagline. Right. And I feel like that's kind of like what we have here. Like everyone in here, they know your name. And when you come in, you're going to have five people yell, yell your name from across the room and be like, and welcome you. Right. I mean, just simple things like that because yeah. And <clears throat> honestly, uh, none of the coaches taking credit for that. It's just the people we have for whatever reason, they're just really good people and they make it a lot of fun to be around. Um, and then the programming thing, I've just never understood. And this is not, I don't I got to be careful what, how I say this. Um, I have to do that a lot on these podcasts. Um, I do that, but then I, then I never, 
Well, it's just like, well, here, here would be, and take this for what it's worth, it's really not a lot. It's my opinion. And I'm one gym owner, and one gym owner who happens to program for his, for his gym. First off, I think every gym should be having someone there doing their programming. I am really not a fan of gyms who outsource their programming. Um, to me, I think I may have mentioned this on the podcast before. To me, it's kind of like a pastor who gets his sermon from someone else and then preaches to his congregation. Like, it, I just... You need a fresh revelation to push in. You just need to, you need to know what your people need. And like every gym is going to be different, right? And I just feel like that's your product and you really need to have your hands on that, right? Like you need to have control over that. Uh, and the other thing is never, I would encourage gym owners not to shy away from programming high skill movements. Do not shy away from programming muscle ups, even if you have no one in your gym who can do a muscle up. Do not shy away from programming handstand walks, even if you have no one in your gym who can do a handstand walk. And the reason for that and why it works really well is because it's constantly giving people a guide to shoot for. Like it's constantly giving them something to be able to push forward to. They may not get to where they can walk on their hands, but maybe they do get to where they can do a handstand hold against the wall and do shoulder taps. And that's a win for them if they've never done that before. Um, and for us, it attracts a certain type of individual to come to our gym and to do the programming that's up on the board, knowing full well that they may not be able to do something that's on there, right? But they're coming in knowing that they wanna be challenged. They don't want just the easy way out, which is let's do some kettlebell goblet squats and some no push-up burpees or something like that. Those all have their place, they do, but you, it, like I said, just attracts a certain type of mindset from someone that I think is good for everyone and in the gym. Yeah. By you doing that, it's, hey, I'm not willing to move the standard if this is what I believe the standard is, and I'm not willing to compromise. And so they're like, I want to go to to that and be a part of that type of community, that type of gym owner. Now, like, what's appropriate for for you? This is the standard. This is what I believe in. I'm not willing to compromise. Let's go get it. How do we get there? And what's appropriate for you today? Yeah. And I think it also says a lot about our coaches because it's really easy if you want to program like fairly simple movements that don't really get people outside of their comfort zone to coach. Like it really yeah. is. But if you have a class of 18 people and there's handstand walks up on the board and you know that only one or maybe even no one in that class can do a handstand walk, that puts the ownership on the coach to be able to be like, hey, that's okay. Like I've got something for you. Like I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you what you need to do today. Right. To be able to eventually get you there. Um, and you can't just, yeah, you know, we could go down a long, uh, rabbit trail of talking about coaches, not getting, yeah, just how hard it is to be a coach and to be able to make enough money and all that. Right. That may be a talk for another day, uh, that we, we do a full podcast on cause it's something that has to change. Right. And that's something that that's something that like Eric Rosa has even come on as a CrossFit CEO. He's like, we have to make careers more sustainable for our coaches to be here full time, right? Um, He's so right though. Like, if you don't have full time coaches, like if you just have a coach who's just, I mean, I, I know gyms where a different coach coaches every single class yeah. of the day. So yeah. Seven classes and seven coaches. Yeah. That's not creating much community. Well, I think it just goes back to being a professional in any field. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be a professional in any field, you have to make something your full-time focus, right? Like, I don't really want a surgeon who just uh, performs surgeries on Monday for two hours, yeah. right, out of the week, and then does, you know, goes off and, I don't know, is a golf instructor the rest of it. You know, like, yeah. that's not what I want. I want someone who, hey, this is your, your thing, right? Like, and you should be compensated for it, right? Like, um, so, yeah, anyways. Won't go down that rabbit hole, but good, good, After yeah, good answer. All right, rapid fire. All right, Dak Attack, what's your favorite CrossFit movement? Ooh, squat snatch. Had a boy. What's your least favorite CrossFit movement? <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you guess? Uh, we guess either running or straight handstand push-ups. Um, I actually don't mind running. 
always getting tired when I'm running. <laughs> um, these burpees are strict handstand push-ups. But honestly, yeah, strict handstand push-ups. That will, I will show up to the class and I will do it, but I will not be happy. About I will it. dread it. So Is much. it just because you can't do them? Like if you were good at push-ups, <laughs> 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 like Is it because you're so bad at them? Like if you were extremely efficient at strict handstand push-ups, would you be good at? Yeah. You like it's just like one of it's one of those. Uh, it's like one of those frustrating things. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Um, I used to love Ben and Jerry's, but now I'm nothing but a blue belt guy. So good. It's so good. I'm telling you, man. Me too. Yeah. But Cookie Two Step, nothing beats Cookie Two Step. And they have a new one out called Milk and Cookies, which is really good. Um, you, if y'all can tell, I'm, I'm not. Um, I'm not doing the no dairy, no gluten uh, challenge that we have at yeah. the gym right now. I eat like half your cookie juice that while you're in. Nice. Banana good. Banana mm-hmm. This is great. I love pancakes. Pancakes are good. Yep. Like yeah. Uh, what's your favorite color? Right now you have on right now you have on a black hat, black glasses, and a black t shirt. So and black shorts and black. I wear black everything with a color splash or sometimes the color splash of also black. So is that your favorite color? Is that your favorite color? What is black? Is black the absence of color and white is all colors? colors. Yeah. Really? That's a good one. Really That's good. a good one. Uh, Have you ever seen that? Aerosmith, oh, it's a Disney uh, movie too. You should love Aerosmith it. Aerosmith Dream On is one of my favorite uh, old classic rock hits that's on there. Do you know what movie came out 20 years ago today? Oh, gosh. Am I so cool? Is it a Disney movie? Yeah. Okay. But it's not the Disney movie you're probably thinking of. Remember the Titans. Oh, I've never seen that. What? No. Oh, I'm so upset right now. It is so good. It's like the it's best so good. soundtrack. Yes, it's great. It's amazing. And it's just an awesome story. So, um, Okay, that was good. That's good answer. Right, do you like to read? I read a lot. What are you reading right now? Um, man, I'm reading uh, two of Mark Batterson's books. I just got 
ago or a lot of months ago? Uh, a lot of months ago. Did you see the guy that you have a foundation session with tomorrow? Did you see his name? No. Benaya? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a... I was like, that's crazy. I, Yeah, I had a, a free help session with him on... It was yesterday, It was two days ago. And I was like, Benaya, I was like, I'm assuming that was meant to be biblical. And he was like, yeah. And then I said, lying in a pit on a snowy day. And Oh, yeah. I mean, he... Uh, but like, he was like... But it was just, it it was just so funny to me because he's like right out of college. Like he's maybe 22, 23. I don't know. But I told him that I said lying in a pit on the snowy day. He was like, attaboy. And I was like, excuse me. I was like, attaboy. I was like, what? I was like, excuse me. Uh, So anyways, it was funny, but he's, he's a good guy. Um, Yeah, right. Uh, and Benaiah, Benaiah was one of David's mighty men, yeah. um, who was his, I think became his, not his yes. armor bearer, but his captain of the guard or something yeah. like that. Um, and there's a, there was another fictional book that came out a long time ago that was about Benaiah, and I can't remember the name of it, but I read a couple of them, and they were actually pretty good. Uh, okay, good books. And then, what else? Shoot, do you have any? Uh, well, we need to do, um, I, actually, I don't. I don't think I do, um, but we need to do our member shout-outs. Oh, yeah. Okay, so sure. take, your, take your time, think about them, okay? So just any member that you just want to be like, hey, you're killing it. Keep killing it. Who you got? Listen, I think sometimes th- these people get overlooked just because they get looked at so much, but I got to shout-out Aston. He is crushing it, and he's peaking right now, and he's on my team for beach. Yes. You, you shouted him out last week, but he's mine this week. I did. I did. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, the score he got on that workout we just did demoralized me. Yeah. So, Same. anyways, um, thanks, man. <laughs> Power clean, box jump over one. Dude, what do you get, like, two, I think you got, like, seven rounds per two, like, six rounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Which is I got four every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that's, you were doing eight. 16. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, where are you get where are you going with math? Yeah. Yeah. And it's doable. I can understand how it's doable. I just can't grab two twenty five that fast. Nor do I have the capacity to be able to move that fast. So and I'm sure his runs were all at like one thirty as well. So anyways. Um mine is going to be you know who mine's gonna be? Alex Woodard. Because she has been, she's been very consistent in her nutrition coaching over the past three months or so. And she has put up some scores on some workouts in the gym where I'm like, Alex, I was not expecting that from you, but she did. Did really good. Really, really good. Yep. Do you have one? I don't know if you've been coaching long enough to have one. Yeah, that's a good that's a good shout out. Bree, yep. yep. by the way, if everybody doesn't know, she doesn't have an ACL yep. anymore. Any um, like box jumps and running sometimes are are limiters. Yeah, but crazy good form, crazy. She's strong fun, too. Yeah, great attitude, and she just goes and gets it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's a good one because Bree does. She like yeah, I remember. When she like kind of flared up that injury, like this was back at our old location one morning, right? And she was just doing box jumps and she, she like agreed afterwards. She was like, I know I probably shouldn't have been doing them. I just wanted to try. And uh, Sean was there that morning. And like, so she's like trying to figure out what's going on her knee. Sean was like, let me do an assessment on it. And Sean like goes over there and grabs her knee. And like, he's like, I can just like, you know, he does the thing you see him do on the football field, right? Where they're like trying to pull knee. And he was like, um, he's like freaked out. He's Did like, he, didn't, he didn't know. <laughs> and then she told him, she was like, Hey, I don't have an ACL on that leg. And he was like, Oh, okay. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and, uh, 
so yeah but she's worked with sean a lot and sean's got her worked out really good so anyways have, uh, have you been programming ac come here AC. you can give us a shout out on our podcast, podcast. come here podcast hey congratulations on getting engaged thank you yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah, we knew about it before you did. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Are you about to work out? Yes, I'm about to do yesterday's workout. We did hey, it too. Whoa! You know what I mean? Oh, we did it because we didn't know how long it was going to take you to the That's cool. Yeah. Hey, I have one last question before we end this thing. Are you, were you programming, what month is this? September. Were you programming for people to peak before the open, which was supposed to be in October? No. We have a lot of people like killing it. Right thank now. you, thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> no, AC. Really? You didn't even have a back squat workout the other day. No. Uh, Lauren is mm. definitely peaking. Caroline Borland is peaking. Yep. Aspen. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Yeah. It. It's amazing when you just program CrossFit how good it makes you prepared to do more CrossFit. Yeah. So. Well, and I will say those are some of the most consistent people in our gym. That's right. the key. The key is the people who are consistent are the people who can. T- constantly get better yeah. um like matt duranco almost beat me in a workout the other day yeah. and no, he just keeps going matt after duranco it would also be a shout out that dude uh um oh my god <laughs> that dude couldn't uh like do anything overhead like remember oh, when he oh, started to do his first overhead squat i'm like matt sweet matt no and the then he did the whole workout the and then the last like probably the last month he's had two different overhead squat workouts and i'm like you look great yeah you actually look phenomenal did his mobility stuff he's lost um some weight he wears a vest now like for every like every workout, workout. yeah 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 so all right all right guys well that was episode 30 of the lamb fam and friends podcast so we'll be back lord willing next week for another round fun good stuff all right Say bye.